I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. And if you're in no contact, focused on personal growth, my workbook series, The Knowledge, will help you make changes like you've never made before. Available now at AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And today we're going to be talking about dealing with anxiety. Not easy. No, it is not. You know, it's incredible how I've realized over the years how much anxiety really impacts our life. Oh, terribly. You know, um, I didn't realize for a long time how much anxiety I had how much anxiety my family had, my mom had, my dad had, all the people that I know have. And the more that I found interest in breakups, mm -hmm. the more I started understanding and, and going through my own breakups, I started looking at my own anxiety mm -hmm. and really it hit me hard because it was just, you don't understand it. You don't even realize you have it a lot of times until something major happens like a breakup mm -hmm. uh, some people have panic attacks for the first that's time that's right yep oftentimes and yeah. and that's the first time that's that they the realize first, it's the first symptom they really have yep so um we're going to be talking about dealing with anxiety because it impacts everybody i think most people are pretty anxious well it is so intimately connected with early life yeah and, you know, supposedly they say 50% of people are secure. I just don't buy that. Neither do I. I've lived way too long. And so, you know, anxiety and insecurity is literally hand in hand. It's exactly what it is, you know. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about this today. And we, I just wanted to share a quick little email that I got from somebody. Right. They said, hi, Craig. Thank you for all your help and advices. It's been fallen from heaven. All of your work. I don't think that their first language is English, but, but it was agree. nice. Yeah, very nice. <laughs> I have fallen from heaven. That's yes. a new one, Margaret. Yes. I find myself sometimes crying with your videos. I wake up with you and Margaret. You are with me where I put on my makeup, go to my job, and come back. Oh. Getting ready for the gym, driving or during the gym, even in my cardio going out of the gym, and so on. I even find myself whistling your demo. Oh. Well, this is certainly apropos of what I want to chat about next. Yes. Uh, you know, uh, it's funny. Somebody sent me a screenshot of my picture on their dashboard uh -huh. because they were driving <laughs> and it was plugged into the phone or right. Bluetooth to the phone and right. it had my, and it was like whatever video and I was yeah. laughing. And then somebody sent me on Instagram a picture of me working out in the gym <laughs> and, and that, you know, working out on the treadmill and they yeah. could see my face in the video. <laughs> They're watching me. Um, I, I will like to expose my case, but unfortunately I cannot afford to get your coaching, but vi your videos have been medicine for me. I thank God for you and Margaret in my life. 
Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, thank you for saying that. And even though he can't afford to call us, we're glad to know he's getting Absolutely, something. Absolutely, yes. I mean, we realize yeah. that there are hundreds of thousands of you out yeah. there, um, if not millions of you over the years that I've been doing this, that um, are benefiting from what Margaret and I share, and we're really happy yeah. that we're it does. We're very happy to hear it. And I wanted to follow up with, um, uh, it's a Skype coaching I did this week where the woman shared with me that she listened very carefully to a video we did about self-soothing and mm -hmm. how we go about that and how we learn how to do that. And the origin of our anxiety is being infants and being hungry and waiting for mom to come. If she comes at regular intervals, we end up secure, okay? If she has 12 children and lives in a war zone, that's certainly not going to happen. Yes. So that it's not necessarily mom's fault that it doesn't happen, but sometimes just circumstances don't allow it. Yeah. Okay? Um, and so we learn as infants to get anxious when mom's been gone longer than we're used to, and neither she nor anyone else comes in to feed us and it, it hurts for an infant to be hungry yes. or to change that wet thing in our middle. Mm -hmm. um, we get very scared and even as infants very angry and so we have negative emotions really really early. And so one of our life tasks is to take whatever security we were given and learn to use it to calm, ourself to calm ourselves down when anxiety strikes, which can be, as Craig points out, anytime, especially around relationships. Yes. One of the things I was taught to help with that was to say to people, I want you to think of some of the most comforting people in your lives, okay? And can you call up a picture of that person in your head, mm -hmm. okay? Um, and can you remember what their voice sounds like? And what I want you to do is learn to call up the comforting picture and voice in your head if you have someone who fits the bill for you. Yeah. Um, and that does wonders to help us calm down because that's how we normally learn to do it. We learn to remember what mom looks like and what her voice sounds like so that we can think of her when she's not there and not be so scared. Yeah. Okay. Of course, to my disappointment, I have found that there are many people who don't have such a person in their lives. Um, whoever they may have, whoever was nicest to them in their world, I will encourage them to, to think about and try to use for self-soothing. But what I'm hearing from several clients is when that does not work for them, they substitute Craig and me. I hear this all the time. Right. Now, um, you know, it's a real honor to be invited into somebody's not so conscious yeah. to help them calm down. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sincere about that. I'm not joking in any way. Um, you're welcome to use us if we help you. Um, you can call us up at will because we're on recordings where you can hear our voices and see our faces. So it may be um, not such a terribly long process as it was before we had all the electronics. Yeah. All right. Um, I remember recording my voice for someone one time when we barely had tape recorders. Now don't you start talking about Roman numerals <laughs> and chisels, you. Um, but I just wanted to let you know, if that works for you, we are delighted. And someone was telling me just the other day that she has learned now when she starts to get really anxious and she was dealing with a difficult relationship, she thinks about us, kind of calls us up in her head, 
and she feels better. Yep. And she wanted to share that with others out there. So I'm certainly doing that for her. It really is incredible, Margaret. It I mean, is. I have people that will take our picture, they'll screenshot us and put it as their phone's like main picture. Oh no. Right? As their yeah. screensaver. They'll they'll take our picture, they'll put it as a screensaver. Yeah. I have people that are on my Instagram that have that, that I've, you know, done coachings with mm -hmm. um, that add me as a close friend. Oh. And so I only see like their yeah. you know, close friend posts. Yeah. Yeah. I have people that like I said this week, just this week alone, I had people send me a screenshot of me driving in their car on the, the dashboard and, and, and in yeah. the gym. I mean, it's amazing how much we've impacted you guys and we truly appreciate it because so many of you guys like consider us like family. Right. And we're, we're kind this of amazed, right? but very, very happy because if, there's, if, we can be, if we can be helpful by just kind of being there with you, wonderful. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. So thank you for letting us know. That's, Absolutely. That's important to us. Yes, there are so many different ways that, you know, you can heal and, you know, we're always encouraging you to, yep. you know, to work through things, you know, find yourself a local therapist, mm -hmm. you know, somebody that you can, you know, relate with and, you know, obviously they're not trained with breakups, but that doesn't mean they can't, can't heal help you, you. Right. with, you know, trauma in yeah. your life or attachment problems, I mean... Or family problems of any kind. Yeah. yeah. It, it's so good to talk about it and to work through it. And that's, of course, why I did workbooks, to work through it, you know, to process things. That's a concept that's kind of been lost over the years of therapy, I might add. Because we're so into instant everything right now, we want to instantly give coping skills, give you coping skills that will make it better for you if you feel... Um, anxious, there are all kinds of things that people suggest. Go do this, go pat your cat, um, go have a cold drink, go have some hot tea, take a bath, take a walk. We want to give you all kinds of coping skills, whereas working through is more like what we're talking about today, of working through your sadness that you don't have somebody inside to be there for you, yeah. and your ability to take us in to be there for you. That's working through. Yes, you absolutely want to work through. Yeah. Margaret would not allow me to ever do anything on this channel that was the easy way. No, never. <laughs> I'm against the easy way, only because it doesn't work. If it did, I'd do it too. Exactly. There is no shortcut. There really is none. We have to feel our feelings and deal with them. And that takes time. And, you know, oftentimes we don't see things right away. Right. Like our anxiety. We don't see it. We don't know that we have it. I mean, I look back at my life now and I realize, oh my gosh, I was anxious here. I was anxious over sure, there. Sure. And I've shared many of those stories and examples right. in my life um, in various videos so many times. And now I realize, but now that I've realized it and identified it and processed it, I don't really get affected by anxiety. Every once in a while, I'll get it here sure. and there. We all do. Um, but not nearly like I was. Like... On the scale of 1 to 10, now it's maybe like a 1 sometimes, right? And yeah, right. Sometimes it'll come up around my mom's, the death of my mom, the anniversary date. I'll feel it there. Um, and I'm aware of it now. But now I've learned to soothe myself, to become more um, 
what's the word, confident That's that right. I can handle things, yes. whatever comes my way. Yes, and you can and you have. And, and because I've learned to become so confident and however I can handle things and deal with things, the anxiety kind of just melts away. And you don't, you just don't get it anymore. Isn't that a wonderful thing? But you have to really deal with it. And that's why I say to you, don't push feelings away. As I will ask people, how do you normal, normally handle your feelings? Well, I push them away. I hear that more from men than women, but not exclusively by mm -hmm. any means. Well, you can't do that because your feelings are trying to talk to you. So you have to figure out what they're saying to you. So first name the feeling, think about it, make friends with it, and that's how you begin to work it through. I think one of the ways to be aware of anxiety is when you realize that you don't have a good memory and there are points in your life that you just don't remember well, that there's probably a reason for that. Oh, absolutely. And so while I had a wonderful mom, there was a lot of stress in my childhood. I had my dad leave my mom when I was less than two years old. All kinds of drama was going on there, and my mom was extremely anxious and didn't want me to go, and all that had a huge impact on me. And then I had stepdads that were like out of mafia movies, literally. Yes, they were, yes. Punching holes in the wall yes. and drinking and screaming and yelling at me, and I was little, you know, so I didn't understand. And so I don't have a good memory of my early childhood. I have memories, but I was so anxious, I think it really impacted yes. that. You had a client recently that had no memory of... Prior to age 9 or 10. And that's always a red flag. If, you, if life was so bad for you for a period of time that you've had to blanket out to survive, yeah. whenever you're ready, whenever you feel strong enough, you really want to find out about that so it doesn't jump out of your unconscious someday and startle the heck out of you and six other people. Yeah. And that would often come in a panic attack. Panic attacks is one of the most frequent first symptoms. Yeah. Yeah. So deal with it, even if it's only a little bit at a time. Yeah. Oh, a tiny bit at a time is a wonderful thing. And, you know, it takes enormous energy to keep material blocked. Okay? Your psyche works kind of like kind of like your body always wants to push a splinter out. It's kind of like your body always wants to get rid of that stuff. And you have to use energy to keep it there. So every bit of it you recall frees up the energy for your use that's been, you know, busy keeping that out of your consciousness. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And every day um, it takes a lot of energy to manage that anger uh, anxiety and keep it down. Yeah. Right? That's so right. when you're yeah. tired and you're not getting enough rest, it comes it's up much come up easier. It's going to come up and say hello. Yeah. Yes. And you're yes. going to feel it much worse. And it's worse. not your fault that you have it, and it's not a bad thing that you have it. Don't just leave it unattended. Yeah. Um, sometimes we get clues in dreams and flashbacks, too, or sort of strange daydreams that come along. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really important that you take time to look at it, to look closer at it, and you deal with it so you can heal from it. Can I say one more thing? Sure. I had one woman I worked with for a long time. Okay, that was good. <laughs> uh, and she had much blocked material in her life. She'd had a very difficult time. And she would, every day, wake up with a new song in her head. And the one that was the most useful to her is one morning she woke up 
humming, silence is golden, golden, but my eyes can see. And that was a reference to many things she had not yet talked about or described. So that was a wonderful device of her unconscious to tell her what to do next. Wow. I thought it was terrific. Some people have a creative unconscious. <laughs> yeah. All right. So hopefully this helps you a little bit in thinking about anxiety in your life. And of course, when you want to get our help personally, just go to my website, askcraig.net. Yep. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching and I do Skype. Margaret, of course, is available for Skype coaching. Yes, and feel free to sign up. I can get you in pretty quickly these days. And make sure you subscribe to the channel. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And we will talk with you soon.